0: This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric.
3: See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome to the show, Badge and Sats. And what is, uh, what, Wednesday? We're only two days away from what will be one of the most exciting days outside of a grand final victory for the North Queensland Cowboys. But all North Queenslanders will be excited on Friday night when the Cowboys get to host in their very first grand final qualifier, the Parramatta Eels badge from... Probably what do you mean, their
4: first time they've hosted one? Hosted the yes. grand final qualifier. Amazing, Mackay eh?
3: North will be buzzing. Oh, yeah, Or will be buzzing still now. A
4: one, I know it's a sellout, so sort of moot point, but they, often there were dramas about uh, having Friday night games because people travel. They'll travel six hours to games, mm. seven, eight hours to games, and on a Friday always made it harder. But, of course, knowing um, two weeks ago they were going to host it and then it's a book sellout and I guess if, if occasionally – You have to take uh, clock off work, lunchtime, to travel from wherever. That's okay.
3: Well, Melbourne's got a public holiday on Friday, which is, of course, the the grand final parade, which is an annual event. And Thursday. See, well, Thursday for the Queen's Memorial Day, that morning. um, North Queenslanders will use Friday as a public holiday. They'll take their own unofficial public holiday. I think you're right, Seth. Yeah. So it's it's very Hmm. exciting. Can't wait to call this game on on Friday night. And in AFL news, just before the Grand Finals to uh, start on Saturday, a report that has been made public about an investigation into the Hawthorne side.
4: They commissioned this, the Hawks. Yeah,
3: Yeah. now the AFL are going to look like they're going to conduct their own investigation now, um, which covers a lot of areas, most notably First Nations people, First Mm. Nations players as well. So this has the ability to... um, to get him become informative, but also become a little bit ugly.
4: I, I, you know, I, it's, it's terrible. And some of the stuff in it is very confronting Uh, in grand final week. Why? Mm. I don't know, but uh, maybe that's the way they're going to get the best head, the most headlines and the most attention for this story. That's um, that is pretty shocking.
3: Well, Alistair Clarkson was the coach around that time, around 2013 to 15, when the the report um, focused on it. Also, his assistant and, and former general manager of football, Chris Fagan, now coach of the Brisbane Lions, is also uh, involved at the club at that stage. Now, he has taken a leave of absence at mm. the moment from the um, from the Brisbane Lions so he can uh, conduct or be be involved in, involved in this AFL investigation. So more to come on that. Payne Haas, well, he's made a big call on his future. We're going to catch up with Paul Knight from Aquas Farms. And also, That's Ridiculous. And a new segment, Labin for Betfair. What can't win this Weekend. We'll cover all those areas and a lot more for Australia's biggest Beaumont tiles. Together with us, we want to boost your business. Head to icanwin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Also, get us on Twitter at SportsdayQLD. This is Badge and Sats for the all new Kia Nero. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and
0: Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au.
3: Yeah, let's cover what's going on in the NRL at the moment, leading into these two important finals this week for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And I read with interest badge, um, Toddy Payton, of course, last year the Cowboys come 15th. They're the worst defensive side in the competition. Fast forward 12 months. They're the third best defensive team in the competition and going into a Grand Final qualifier, and it's it's difficult to turn a side round, as you know better than most. To turn them round overnight, like he and his coaching staff have done, um, but one detail I found really really interesting, badge, which I think a lot of coaches in this day and age don't seem to think they're as important as what they once were. Now, the blueprint that he's covered that he feels as though is a reason why they're going so well is they improved their defence. That's that's For sure. Beyond, you know, goes without without saying. I think they're. They're averaging around sort of 14 points a game now, which, you know, you win most games. Obviously, halves are really important. Badge, Laurie and Ricky were so important to your and success. And
4: every, t- every successful team you would have played in too, Seth. Yeah,
3: absolutely. and you know, the But the one area I find is not only giving youngsters opportunities at key parts of the of the year where they can get experience, strike centres. The centres, I, oh, I really okay. believe, is the forgotten part of the game. I think we really look for r- defensive centers these days, but he's he's talking about you've got to have a strike center, and I you know what I can't agree more that you've got to have a strike center that can turn a half opportunity into a a try scoring opportunity, whether it's from fifty or sixty out or five ten meters out. Get it right nearly every time. Yeah,
4: yeah, really. I I, I agree, and I hadn't thought about it along those lines myself, Sats, I and mean, we maybe we don't pay enough t- attention to them, but I I have really praised Val Holmes this year. I think him. Being slotted into the centres, uh, I've seen players previously that want to be a fullback. They all want to be fullbacks now, and he did, and then they can drop their bundle a bit. You know, spit the dummy, not too happy, and it can cause all sorts of dramas at the club. Well, he's copped it on the chin. Scotty Drinkwater back at fullback after about round six or seven, mm. and for the better betterment of the team, uh, it has been an outstanding move. And Val Holmes at right centre, fantastic, and and uh, better hiku.
3: And Pedaheku on the on Peter the right, on the right yeah. sorry,
4: and Val on the left. Just has just, uh, it's been
3: very, well, they, very good. They complement the each other, don't they? Pedaheku, do. one of the best defensive centres in the game. I will look after my side of the field defensively. You worry about being the strikes. He center. roams around yeah. a lot too,
4: Val Holmes, doesn't he? So yeah, good point there. And it was
3: and it was risky as well to take him from fullback on a million dollars a year, reportedly nine hundred thousand dollars a year on fullback money. But what Todd Payton has done is devised a plan where he becomes a strike centre and still give the Cowboys, Cowboys value for money. See, I don't
4: think you ever look at what players are on. Exactly, you yeah. Know, you just go, who, who are the players we got and what are the best positions we can get? Because he had to find a spot for mm. Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. And at times, Drinkwater has slotted up into 5-8 too when there's been injuries. But he's, um, he's an outstanding fullback.
3: They got a little bit of 2005 attack about him as well, mm. the Cowboys, which Toddy Payton was a, a member of that premiership side. Now – just on the Cowboys, probably one of the most exciting back roles we've seen in a number of years, try scoring back rower But Jeremiah Nanai, I didn't realise this, he becomes a free agent November 1. He's only 19. Mm.
4: Um, he's signed a one-year deal for next year. But that means at, as soon as you've got one year left, with the November before that season, which is the one coming up, mm. you are free to negotiate with other yeah. clubs. So I would say the, uh, the Cowboys would be, um, between now and then, they've got bigger fish to fry at the moment in the name of a, uh, a prelim final. But between now and then, uh, get him signed. Yeah. Just get him signed. And I've, I've seen that he says he wants to stay there. So that's a good thing.
3: They're on a good thing up there too. And with Tommy mm. Gilbert going to the Dolphins, they, yeah, they need one of those those back rails The, to, the tricky to part stay. is all
4: these players playing so well, all the upgrades. You're right. That yeah, it, it makes it very, very mm. difficult. So you've got to let some go. Like Tom Gilbert, you've got to let some go and you've got to let some, maybe a couple of senior players go for the, you know, I'm sure they've got more kids on the production line yeah. from what we've seen.
3: Yeah. It is the fallback of of debuting young players, isn't it? You give them experience, they shine at NRL an level. And, and then we, the manager's knocking on your door. Well, it happened in our year. We had Luke Lewis, Luke Rooney, Trent Waterhouse, Joel Clinton, Ben Ross, Luke Swain, Shane Rodney, all in that we premiership side who are 19 and 20 years of age. yeah. Like, and they need to be upgraded, yeah. Uh we mentioned Payne Haas badge. He's made two really big calls on his future. One, well, he's cut off all speculation about him possibly going to an opposition club, most notably the the Roosters, but he's pledged his loyalty to the Broncos. He's withdrawn from the World Cup. He's struggling Has with he? shoulder sur- okay. oh, shoulder injuries as well. Uh to be in peak fitness for the for next Broncos year. premiership tilt next well, year. Bruce would
4: be very happy about that.
3: And he's won his fourth Porky Morgan, Paul Morgan, who's the player of the year medal at the Brisbane Awards on Tuesday night. Fourth in a row. Fourth in a row. Wow. That's elf like. Yeah. Who else would have done that? Tedesco won his fifth roosters, I think it's a Jack Gibson medal, I think yeah. it is, uh, last crazy. week. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah,
4: I thought he at the back end of the year he he, uh, he still played pretty good, but he was not at the peak of his powers mm. because of that shoulder concerns off both shoulders. I thought someone like Patty Carrigan might have snuck under him, but well done.
3: Yeah. And uh, just to finish off, Joseph Sualii, one of the most exciting, not only backs in the game, but one of the most exciting players in the game, only turns 19 this month. I think he turns 19. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, he's announced that he's going to play for Samoa at this year's World Cup. Well, many were thinking he was going to be a laydown, was there as a, one of the Australian wingers. But, yeah, he's going to play for Samoa in this year's World Cup. He's revealed the decision. Uh, he made the choice to honour his family. He... He spoke to Coach Mel Meninga last night, thanked him for his consideration, how humbled he was and respect he has uh, for the coach and the respect he got from the coach. And But he also says one day he wants to play for Australia. Wow. Now, w- we know how strict Mel it's is about. Big move early, isn't it, to yeah, do that? Yeah, you to commit yourself to Australia. He wants you to commit yourself to Australia now.
4: Yeah, well, mm. if, if, if Joseph had any doubts around it, I think Mel would have said, hey, no, go and do that. Yeah. W- whether that hurts his chances down the track, I think will just depend on uh, how he's going and uh, you know, and other availability of other players. Are you
3: okay with this badge in a World Cup year? If oh, it was a World Cup year and Samoa were playing Tonga, at the same time Australia were going to play New Zealand in three tests? I don't like
4: young players that do it. I'd, I'd prefer they'd they, if they want to play for Australia at some point, I think that's where they've got to play, mm. and and then do this later on. But that's just how I feel about it, and I'm quite happy for the senior it's players. It's a little bit like Josh Papali, isn't it? it.
3: Giving yes. great service to the Kangaroos. I was saying you've got to have
4: only only 30 year olds that are available. But I think if 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 Joseph commits goes to play for Samoa, I'm I, I'm okay. But maybe he's got to play his career for Samoa. Yeah. If they get enough games, mm. sounds like he's good enough to play for whoever he wants to. Yeah.
3: Well, it looks like he will be. Uh, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, thank you for making Pallaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. 21 years in a row. We'll be back really soon. We're going to have a sports update. We're going to cover what's going on with the, the uh, Hawthorne and Chris Fagan from the Brisbane Lions. And uh, also, there was a big game, cricket game last night, Australia versus India in the T20. We'll be back soon. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day, Sports Update.
3: Here for expert car service. Book in your local. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre today. Now we touched on it a little bit earlier on, and we don't know enough details yet. But there has been a, a story that has been broken on the ABC today, uh, outlining Hawthorne's, Hawthorne's racism review will allege that former coaches separated First Nations players from families and demanded a player to terminate a pregnancy badge. Um, it's all very, as you said, confronting to to read. Um, but the AFL are now going to conduct their own investigation. This is during the period that the coach was uh, Alistair Clarkson, around 2013, 2015. Chris Fagan uh, was also involved at the club now. Of course, he's the coach. Of the Brisbane Lions, he's taken a leave of, leave of absence uh, from his role at the moment to participate in that AFL investigation. Yeah, so it's it's concerning, Badge, that uh, reading uh, some of the the details that have been released. Um, yeah, they're
4: talking about um, bullying and relocating First Nations players. This is allegations. Yep, uh, from their home and changing their phone numbers so, so they could fulfil their potential as AFL players. Using allegedly using intimidation tactics to separate couples during the early stages of pregnancy and allegedly urging one player to instruct his partner to terminate Mm. a pregnancy. Now, we don't have any context around this. It does sound terrible. And um, it's this investigation and the drama that comes with it is going to hang around the AFL for a a long, long while, Sats.
3: If it's proven that the suggestions or advice to to players is... Is unhealthy and inappropriate. I mean, they they need to face heavy sanctions, especially if the, you know, the physical and emotional char- characteristics of the individual has been affected at the time and moving forward, being yeah. able to live a, a healthy lifestyle. But we don't actually know the actual conversations at the time. Badge. No. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to leave the the termination of a pregnancy alone because we don't know enough about that. We don't know enough about the relationship at that stage between player and partner. Um, I'm led to believe they're in a long term relationship. Don't know what the, the situation was at that time that a conversation of that nature was had, but I've been involved in this firsthand in, in reviewing um a player's surroundings. You know, both you know, whether it's hindering or or assisting their their, their immediate career. future, their career, what, what is going to help them not only be a really good player, but also just be a really good individual in life. Um and some of those examples were uh, living conditions were family influence from an emotional and financial perspective as well um community influence on on the player uh some cases educational facility and whether that uh, facility was um whether they're receiving you know support that was you know a positive framework for the player and in yep. some cases badge I've even advised i'm happy to say I've advised some players that that would be it would be wise to exit themselves from that situation um, if if the career was the primary focus of their that their life at that given yes. time.
4: Yeah, and and I'm sure the advice you gave Sats was always in good faith. Yeah, um, and never detrimental to that uh, that players um, not just performance but their life. So that's going to be the crux of this um, investigation into this further investigation into the what happened at Hawthorne and, and, mm. and the review that's just come out.
3: Yep. Uh, now, AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin has confirmed – what about this? Robbie Williams is the halftime entertainment at the AFL. There's always a bit, a bit of a battle between the NRL and the AFL. Who's got the best halftime entertainment?
4: They usually win.
3: They do, yeah. yeah. Except when it was meatloaf. Then again, that's we right. had – oh, Billy Idol didn't work, did he? No. Nah. That's right. Um, he'll, be, he'll be joined on stage by another performer. And the male is, will be Colin Manogue.
4: Yeah, well, they had a hit single. They did. In 2007. Yeah. Together, uh, Kids was the song. But I'm sure right at this point, Gillian McLaughlin is thinking about other stuff.
3: Can you give us a line from that song, Badge? Kids, we gotta be kids. No, No, I don't even know. (laughs) And there there was a game last night in India for T20, the Australian tour of India, and... Brilliant innings by our favourite Cameron, Cameron Green. Green. He and opened. He did, yes. He jumped in for Dave, Davey Warner and didn't go. He jumped in
4: and hit 60 odd. Yeah. And then Matty Wade came in. Um, Steve Smith scored a few. Uh, Aaron Finch, 22, yes. which is a pass mark. 22 yep. in the opening. Yep. Got us off to a good start. Yeah, they were chasing over 200. So great stuff. Good win.
3: It was a four wicked win, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
4: yeah. Which is crazy because both sides got six for. Yeah. Six for 208, and we got six for 211, <laughs> and we win, we win by four wickets. So, <laughs> no, we won.
3: Anyway. Four runs, yeah. That'd be easy, wouldn't it? This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. And coming up next, we're going to talk to Paul Knight from Aquas Farms.
0: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, the all-new Kia Nero,
3: available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And Aquas are, of course, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. And from Aquas, Paul Knight is joining us here tonight. How are you,
1: Paul? Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you guys today? Yeah, good. Right. Really
3: good. Now, you're even better because one of your stars, Divine Prophet, um, well, Promido from Divine Prophet is uh, running in the Group 1 ATC Golden Rose Stakes at Rose Hill this Saturday and I believe has drawn nicely. Yeah,
1: he has. It's. Um... It's fantastic for a stay in a Divine Profit. I mean, to have he's a Group 1 winner himself and to have a runner in a Group 1 race is, is, uh, is great, but to have a runner with a chance, like Promito's Drawn Barrier 2, uh, should, should be a very good chance on Saturday. So I'd be, I'd be hopping in and having a, having a couple of dollars each way on him at least. Ooh.
4: And Divine Profit uh, would have uh, plenty of progeny going,
1: going well, I'd imagine. Oh, he does. He does. I mean he's he's done a really good job and he he's oldest to just turn four, which is um but uh yeah, he's done a he's done a really good job so far with the with the progeny that are out on the track. I mean Prometo's breeder, Matthew uh Chidji uh thanks so much of of Prometo that he sent uh, his mother back up to Divine profit this year and she's already been covered by him. so that's I mean that's a big wrap is when the breeder sends a sends a mare all the way back up here to Queensland to get covered to stay in again and that's it's a really big wrap.
3: So divine profit, I'm just looking at your your website now for a service fee for divine profit, what are we looking at there, Paul?
1: Are uh, you looking at uh, sixteen thousand five hundred looking at fifteen thousand plus GST but if uh, the listeners to the show give myself or JD or Penny a call, on that I'm sure we'll will cut them a good deal, and that just say that's that uh, Sats or badge set us and censures and we'll really look after you.
3: You beauty,
4: and yes, and you know,
3: if you... badge you won't be doing the servicing. No, I won't be. No, Paul's no. Paul's not I'll just, saying that. I will just yeah. line them up. <laughs> okay. If
4: you uh, <laughs> and and if they go on to win a Group One, like yeah. the Golden Rose, you, yeah, it's, uh, it's a it's pretty good value for money. though. Absolutely. no doubt at all. Mm. Huge. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, Paul Knight from Aquas Thank so Farms.
3: Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Aquas Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Now, we spoke a little about the first game in India for the Australian cricket side. The biggest summer of cricket is on KO Sports. Make sure you catch up with the tour. Uh, the upcoming couple of games yeah. left over, the T20 series. Uh, well, it got underway last night. As you mentioned, Badge, uh, India 6 for 208. And Australia were um, were pretty good actually. Cam Green, as you said, opened the batting with Aaron Finch and sixty one off thirty balls, six uh, four sixes I should say, and secured him man of the match. Yeah, he killed not him. Surprising, he killed him.
4: Got us off to a great start, as I said. Aaron Finch, uh, twenty two, so he was he was going pretty well as well, uh, and that kind of keeps everyone. Well, he got into the third over at least, not yeah.
3: The, he did, making the march in the first over.
4: Steve Smith, 35, and Matty Wade came in, uh, bang, 45 off 21 mm. balls. So, uh, yeah, he got that one. And the, the next one, day is on Friday. They yes. played the first one in Mahali. I'm not sure where this, uh, this second one is. Nangpour. There you go.
3: Yeah. And if you're wondering, listeners, if you didn't listen to our interview last night with um, one of the great... Cricketing journalist, Barrett sundaresan why Australia over in India so close to the World Cup? This is what he had to say.
2: Very, very good question. Uh, uh, maybe just uh, maybe just Google broadcasting rights, Indian cricket. I think you'll get your answer. <laughs> okay. Why is that? So there's a little bit of cash it's, at stake. Oh, a little bit you can say that, yeah. Uh, but also I think uh, it's become a trend in the last few years, ever since India, Australia and England became so-called big three of cricket, that before every ICC tournament, you'll see them play each other. Uh, whether it's uh, in Australia or in India or in England. Uh, that's just how how it's become. And India and Australia will play each other again uh, in a warm-up game uh, before the World Cup starts. I think that's in Brisbane. Uh, and yeah, I think it's funny because uh, you'd think Australia defending champions, the World Cup is in Australia. What would they gain from playing three T20Is in very different conditions? Uh, but I guess that's that's the nature of cricket. Um, you know, if India want to play you, you just have to say yes, I guess. But mm. I think this has been on the cards for a while. And it's a good time for Australia to just go test themselves out against a team like
3: India. He's outstanding to talk to. It makes an imbecile like me... He's understand a lot, a lot about cricket.
4: I just read that I think Pat Cummins has knocked back uh, something like a million bucks. He to has play too. in another. Mm. Is this an, a breakaway Indian? Yeah, it's another C- Indian T yeah, Twenty. of course they're going to have those.
3: Uh competition. Yeah, to to make some sporadic appearances in the Big Bash. <laughs> God, Outstanding. Crazy. I'm pretty sure the ACB will be looking after him um, to stay home and go so in his own bed as so well. So
4: Chrissy Lynn sort of not getting much of a gig in at home. He'd be he'd be okay, wouldn't he? He'd be able to <laughs> make a little bit of moolah around the
3: world. Well, he's gone Adelaide Strikers, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
4: but uh, apart from that, he'll, yeah, we smashed him in in the IPL and in the uh, the
3: UAE yes, T20. UAE, he's yep. everywhere. He's Caribbean. Everywhere. Yep. He's a gun for hire. That's what he is. Uh, Yeah, make sure you watch that CMT20 match in Nangpur on KO Sports uh, in the coming days. Don't risk missing Australia. Take on India. Add free in play on KO Sports. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And this is Sports Day for the Kia Sportage that has been crowned. Drive car of the year. See it at kia.com.au. Coming up next, That's Ridiculous.
0: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Come on, that's ridiculous! That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be. Someone's got to be accountable. Yeah, for it's this. one of
3: our favourite episodes or segments, I should say, each and every week. That's ridiculous with Jeff Toovey, Uh Badge. What are you finding? That's ridiculous. I-
4: I'll tell you what's that, what's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The International Cricket Council has decided after all these years that it's fair and square to man-cad.
0: Come on, that's ridiculous.
4: So you know when you're just backing up, doing the right thing, backing up when you're at the non-striker's end and you just leave a little bit early in the bowl? It
2: doesn't bowl Doesn't, doesn't bowl any yep. man-cad Yeah.
4: That's now, that was actually deemed, you know, sort of frowned on, wasn't it, yep. as... Unsportsmanlike, yes. and some umpires that go, no, no, you got to warn him. Well, now it's just a run out. It's in the run out section. Good work. You like it? Love it? Yeah, I do. I, I, look, I got to say, I, I have a thing when I'm when I was bowling that I hated batsmen that left early. Um, but
3: it's, I'm with it.
4: I'm yep. with them on this.
3: Because if you want to get a run up, just stand. Stand back, further back, Further You back and it. just walk in and still be Time in the crease. It, yeah. get your momentum up.
4: Hey, there's another change they've made. Yeah, the I see. When you're a new batsman coming in, you know what? If a the if batsman skies a ball while they're under waiting for the catch, they, they cross, cross either, Yeah, then you you would come in and go straight, take his place at the non-striker's end. Well, no matter what happens, you're at the striker's end. The new batsman.
0: Come on,
3: that's ridiculous. You don't that's get not a, ridiculous. You don't that's get great.
4: Replete. I didn't say it was. That's great. But you yeah. put it
3: in, that's ridiculous. No, I was that's just that's adding That's ridiculously to the story. good. Yes, yeah, ridiculously good. That's ridiculously good. Yeah. Yes.
4: So you, gotta, you just got to go and face the bowlers, too. you got to go and face the music. The oh, new no. batsman in, you go, yeah. Or oh, here's my
3: chance. Imagine if you're Bruce Yardley. Bruce Reid coming in to face Curtly Ambrose or someone like that. Oh. And you have to get three runs. You, or you just over. want to be at the other end yeah. <laughs> and only a runner, not,
4: not facing.
3: Okay, my that's ridiculous. So uh, I've got a couple of quick ones here. Tom Dearden against the, against the Sharks. He ran for the most amount of metres in one game in the history of the NRL. Did he? How many
4: How many metres? Well, that'd have to be, well, it's it's. Oh, I think the record was 350 or
3: something. Has he gone? 11,344 metres. He ran 11K K. Come on, that's ridiculous.
4: Oh, you didn't run with the ball. you mean he just ran around the field that far? How would they know? 11,
3: well, they've got the GPS. Well, now. every
4: single player that's ever played has had a GPS on every NRL. Every step,
3: 11 and nah, a half that's, K. that's a G up. There you go. That's ridiculous. That. Come and, on, well, that's, that's yeah, ridiculous. And, and
4: actually running with the ball,
3: 17. <laughs> actually scored a good try from 50 did, out. Yeah, so. did, yeah. um, my other that's ridiculous is Shaq, who has just recently visited Australia. He's not ridiculous. He's telling a story about how all his business uh, propositions he's got and um, – that he wants to launch, that he goes to a lot of meetings and he said, as soon as I walk in the room, you know, the, these people that want to meet to inject money, whatever it is, they shake his hand, but they look at his accountant and lawyer straight away because they don't take him seriously as a businessman. So what he did when he started up his own businesses is he he went to the University of Arizona and he could only do it online and he wanted to get a Master's of Business, which he went and got. He said, "But no, I want to be in a classroom." They said, "No, we don't have enough people. You've got to have at least 15 people in a class to, to attend in person." So he got himself and 14 of his mates to do a Master of Business, and he paid for it. they all did it together. Come <laughs> on, that's <laughs> ridiculous. How good's that?
4: Are those lawyers and accountants now? His yeah, mates? yeah,
3: probably doing all these beautiful, uh, doing all these money talk. Uh, that's for elders' insurance from local football to community events. It's our way of giving back. That's ridiculous. Now a lay bin segment. Play your way on the AFL Grand Final with bet fair. Gamble responsibly, of course. Call 1800 858 858. Now, what we do here is something that's not going to win. So we're laying yeah, our we're bet. We're laying. What are you laying I'm badge? laying
4: that Damien Cook and Appy we will both make the World Cup squad. Australia?
3: Yeah. Both so for Australia. Won't happen. Won't happen. Damien Cook will miss out. Appy will play for Fiji. I yeah. don't know who
4: is going to play. M- maybe one. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking maybe Damien Cook, but as the incumbent. But Harry Grant and Ben Hunt, mm. I think, are really good things. Yeah. And they might squeeze one of them in,
3: mm. which is crazy how good they are. Apparently, Damien Cook once went to Ireland. So maybe he could represent Ireland. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Or Scotland. He has eaten at a Greek restaurant yes. and a Lebanese. He has had a kebab once. So maybe he can play for Lebanon.
4: Oh, yes. Yeah.
3: Nice. Now, what do you got? The Mad Cow, one of the greatest bars in the history of life, um, in Townsville, I'm betting that it'll be very quiet on Friday night. You know, you're laying, you're laying laying that you're
4: not betting. It's going to be absolutely insane. That's it's, it's insane every Friday night, even when there's no footy in
3: town. They're going to have to close that street off, Mm. have to close it off. Are you,
4: have you booked your seat upstairs yet where you normally go?
3: Well, we're staying at
4: Brent Tate's house
3: Mm. in his
4: garage. Does he live right near the Mad Cow? Well, it's
3: close enough. He once he once made us walk home from the city back to his house. He said, "No, nah, it's not far away. Don't worry about getting a cab or an Uber. We'll just, we'll just walk." Yeah, yeah. Fifty three minutes later. didn't want to put later, seven dollars That's exactly in the what Uber. it was. Yeah. yeah. So there's another lay bin there. I'm laying that Brent Tate will pay for an, a cab or an Uber home on Friday night. Absolutely. Uh, head to Fair to live markets on the AFL Grand Final and back or lay bet. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll wrap it all up next.
0: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. It's time for the last blast on
3: Sports Day with Badge and Sats. In boxing news, uh, this is for Suncorp. Get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. And boxing news, Justice Hooney has announced his next fight. It'll be November 4, Nissan Arena in Brisbane. He's going against a New Zealander, Kiki Lutelli, mm. who, um, from memories. You're related to Ricky Lutelli? I don't know. He's had about eight fights from memory. Um, he's had one loss to an Australian by the name of Dempsey McKeon, but it's interesting with Justice Hoon, he's a, he's a really good fighter and he's willing to go the distance. He's super fit for heavyweight. He's over in Los Angeles at the moment, training with a goblin of Justin Fortune, who coached Manny Pacquiao for many years. Yep. So he's trying to work on his power game. He's, he, he, if you're going to be a heavyweight, you've got to be able to knock people out. So he's working on his mongrel. Mongrel. That's exactly what it is. He's so just got to get a bit of more mongrel in him. Yes.
2: Your beauty. Because he's
3: technically he's brilliant. and But, you know, when you're a heavyweight, you've got to be able to knock people out early sometimes. Yeah. You don't want to go the, the distance with the heavyweights. And leave him the with a chance. You don't exactly. want
4: to leave like, fighters in in with the shows, yeah. so, so as we all know. Mm. In boxers we are not. Um now, did you read about this, uh, some good news around uh, doping? Because mm-hmm. uh, David Sharp, I know the bloke who's in charge of the uh, anti-doping uh, commission, whatever they're called in Australia. Um, he's, they've returned, uh, they've given some figures out that not one single Aussie athlete returned a positive doping test for illegal supplements in the last 12 months.
3: The last 12 months? Yeah. Okay, so the latest one from memory would have been probably Shayna Jack.
4: Yeah, well, and hers. Remember, she served a couple of years. She served two years. She got four years. Appealed mm. it.
3: Went back to two years already served. Yeah.
4: So yeah. well, this is the first time there's been not one in in twelve months. Um, he's saying it peaked five years ago when we had seventeen positives. Wow. But and and most of those are from from um, different supplements. Now they they come from. They're either contaminated. Yep. Or they're or they're illegal and they didn't know about it, or they've got incorrect labeling. Um, I guess maybe there's a few there where they actually take stuff they shouldn't take. Like we, we they, did they run the gauntlet. My business, we want.
3: did. A, my company, we did a lot of work for Shana in relation to her matter, and mm. and we found there was um, a couple of areas, lifestyle-wise, that that could have contaminated any any sample that she would have given. Yeah. When she was in that World Cup camp up in up in Cairns, so and it is it is quite easy for a lot of these supplements to be contaminated when you and when you actually do some research on where overseas that they're it's actually being... It's um, not
4: necessarily what's on the label is what you're no, getting. No, exactly. Like a lot of
3: things mm. we ingest,
4: Scotty Sattler.
3: Yeah, so where they're being manufactured is really interesting when you look into a lot of those a lot of those supplement samples. Yeah, 60 days, only 60 days till the biggest event in world sports other than the Olympics, the World Cup of Soccer in
4: yeah, Qatar. Yeah, absolutely huge. I see the uh, soccerers are taking on New Zealand in a friendly yes.
3: tomorrow night. at Suncorp, Sa- Suncorp, Suncorp, Suncorp Stadium. Stadium, yep, mm. yep. And the Waratahs and Rugby Australia have edged out a plethora of NRL clubs. 18-year-old schoolboy prodigy Max Jorgensen, or overseas as in Juergensen, Um they're saying it's a it's a major win for the code leading into the 2027 Rugby World Cup because this uh, young prodigy Max Jorgensen, he's the he goes to uh St Joseph's College in Sydney. He's the son of former Wallaby and NRL player Peter Jorgensen. You played with Peter Jorgensen at Penrith, yeah. I remember, so, yeah. And he played at the uh, Roosters, the Roosters yeah, as well. Really good winger at the Roosters. He came to Penrith. He, he got a. He tore his ACL. I remember in the 2000. I think after about six rounds, he'd scored ten or twelve tries. He used to do the aeroplane. Remember, he used to put his arm. Yeah, do I do the remember airplane. that. Yeah. You would have yeah. commentated him a fair bit. But yeah, but some some judges believe it that, that he's uh, he's as good as Joseph Sualei. Wow. That's a huge wrap. I hope he hasn't got his dad's height restrictions. I'd say he's a bit bit bigger than that. <laughs>
4: um, so eighteen now, that means yeah. he'd be five, he'd be twenty three. Yep. Perfect time to mm. have it at the World
3: Cup. He would have played fifty tests by the time he's twenty three he in the Wallabies. Yeah, they play. Uh, that's the uh, that's the Wednesday for Sports Day badge. Uh, plenty going on, wasn't there? Hey? big day. Still more to come, especially Friday night. Cannot wait for it. And, of course, Saturday is the AFL Grand Final of Swannies up against Geelong. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of Canstar's Outstanding Claims Award, seven years in a row, and also for Kia. See you tomorrow night. Bye.
1: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So
2: we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.